And I think um, one of the best gifts you can give others, whether you're a professional speaker or just in, in business and sales, is just to help other people. And, and the greatest gift you can give someone, I believe, is a referral. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock. Taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. To 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Brant Menswar. What's happening, friends? What's up, what's up? Friends and fam. It is Thoughts That Rock. It's Brent and Jim. We are here to just give you some wisdom today. I um, thought you were about to say embarrassing. <laughs> I, I was going to go for a fancy word and then my mouth wouldn't agree. So I was like, you know what? Let's just say give wisdom. <laughs> we're here to help. And we are. Friends, people. So listen, this is the podcast. You know what it's all about. We take about 30 minutes. We tackle uh, a current uh, challenge uh, in a how-to format. Mm -hmm. And uh, today's guest was just phenomenal. One of my favorites all time. Honestly. Yeah. And it's our good friend, Ross Bernstein, who, you know, if you're in the speaker world, you know exactly who that is. This guy yeah. is a Hall of Fame speaker. And that's not like a made up title. Like he's part of the National Speakers Association. They actually have a Hall of Fame, which he's in. Um, you know, he's just a phenomenal business speaker. He's keynoted like on seven continents. Yes. And I say on seven because there's only seven continents. Yes. Brand. Yes. Double check in. Yes. Here, here's in addition to that, if that wasn't enough, the dude has written 50 books, 50 <laughs> sports books. I like know. it's makes us feel very lazy. I'm totally inadequate <laughs> thinking about all the work that he does. But, you know, it's great because Ross, who I met through his brother, Andy, who has a, a totally different business. And, um, you know, Andy just said, you got to meet my brother. He also does what you do. And yeah. uh, come to find out this guy is like a legend in yeah. our field now. And he's got some, I would say, pretty unique techniques to uh growing his own business and mm -hmm. and i think he incorporated some of that in today's topic which was how to creatively grow your business and yeah. so you know there might be some of our speaker friends that are listening that are it's going to be right up their alley and other people you might have to connect the dots a little bit but boy he is he was a wealth of knowledge and we laughed our butt off too right yeah i mean talk about swimming upstream this guy just has sort of found what worked for him, which is not what works for everybody, yep. but um, also doesn't follow the trends or the fads or well, you know, what everybody else is trying to do. He's, he's found a way that works for him. And uh, I think just seeing and hearing from him of what he does that has allowed him to reach this level of success will be inspiring for anybody who is feeling like they're swimming upstream right now um, and want to do something a little bit different. There's more than, than one way to skin a cat, as they say, and there's a bunch of naked cats around Ross Bernstein right now. I think you just pissed <laughs> off like half our audience who are cat lovers. Wow. That was not, that did not end the way I thought you were going, it's, but that's okay. new jazz group, Ross Bernstein and the Naked Cats. <laughs> I'd go and see that, yes, which is very weird. Too. It was a fun conversation. We think you guys are going to love it. Check it out. Boom. Boom. There he is. Legend. <laughs> legend. He is a legend. In the studio. Ross Bernstein in the house, in his own house with a cool background. You got a lot of stuff <laughs> going on back there. What's up, buddy? Great to see you, Jim and Brent. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here and excited to hang with you boys uh, today. This is going to be great. 
Same here. I was just sharing in our introduction of you how long I've known you and, and met you through your brother. And honestly, uh, you you guys have actually never met before, right? No. Even even virtually. No, he's like just a person of lore uh, that I've, <laughs> I've heard all these stories about. And I feel like uh, today's a big day for me. So I'm, oh, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm excited You're going to try to take Pebble from hand. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> he is. I, I'm just I'm such a fan of anybody who swims against the stream the disruptor um yeah. and i don't know anybody more that than you in in this industry and so uh, immediate respect and just want to be like ross like <laughs> be, like ross. be like mike i want to be like ross that's, we need t-shirts like that's that. right i love you guys that's awesome oh man back at you and, and we knew when we picked this uh topic and uh, you were a part of that as well to talk about how to creatively grow your business i i think the the underlining words can be creatively like yeah, we're, we're, right. th this is going to be some some innovative stuff regardless of whatever business you have so dude again just uh thank you so much uh, and, and we said this in the introduction, but Ross, you're doing like, I don't know, 200 gigs a year. It seems like every time I put on LinkedIn, you're somewhere speaking. So uh, for you to take some time to to spend with us on the show, we're just pretty, we're stoked about it, brother. I am such fans of yours. You guys are two of the most successful people in the industry, truly rock stars as you live your brand. And uh, I, I am honored to be here and hopefully share some wisdom with your with your listeners and guests. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to, to help them grow their businesses. That's great. One of us for sure. Absolutely. All right, brother, let, let, let's talk about it. What, what is your first uh, piece of wisdom? We're looking for your first thought that rocks on how to creatively grow your business. Where do you want to start? I, the first place I would start is philanthropy, believe it or not. Mm. Um, so um, I think it's a real differentiator. I, I have a saying, um, philanthropy isn't just good purpose, it's good business, but you got to get yeah. real specific about it. So um, I, I have a, so my backstory is I was a, uh, a walk-on to play hockey at the University of Minnesota and I, I lasted about 10 minutes, I got cut and I wound up becoming the team mascot, Goldie the Gopher. And yes. I wound up writing a book about it and it launched my career. I've written all these sports books. It's always been my passion. And, and my hero as a little kid was, was Herb Brooks, the coach of the, the famed Miracle on Ice 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. They made a movie about it called Miracle. Kurt Russell plays Herbie in the movie. And, yeah. and uh, Herbie and I became good friends. I was actually working on his biography with him when he died. So I wound mm -hmm. up writing a couple books about Herbie and uh, created the Herb Brooks Foundation with his family. And we've used this platform to raise millions of dollars to help kids to play sports. Uh, so it's very on brand for my for my programming and for what I talk about. I'm just a big sports fan, and and uh, so we help disadvantaged kids uh, to to play uh, kids with special needs, Down syndrome, autism, kids whose you know parents in the military overseas taking care of us. We we take care of them, and it's just been a really amazing thing. And and that's grown into other charities and other things like Taste of the NFL, which has raised over forty million dollars to feed the hungry, which I know you guys are. Part of part yeah. of your your brand with with the chart and with all the 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 the, the all the chefs and that every city has the famous these um, tasty NFL dinners and so it's just and all these celebrities get involved so charity golf celebrity golf tournaments I play in lots of those so proceeds from all my books and speeches are always funneled into something else and that's why I've been able to do thousands of of television radio. Um, um, reviews or uh, advertorial reviews where I've been interviewed and featured as a guest um, because I'm never trying to sell a book. 
I'm always trying to sell the outcome of the book. And I really try mm-hmm. and help my clients think about that differently. Like, what are you selling? Like life insurance? No one wants life insurance, <laughs> yes. but they want the outcome of the peace yeah. of mind. Or what are you selling? Yeah. A, a, a house or, or a home where people are going to have these memories. So I think if you flip the script a little bit and think about how you can give and, and serve, um, it's awesome. So, you know, there's just, there's so many opportunities to give and serve. So I really try and get my clients to think differently about their giving program, about their, about how they use philanthropy as a strategic tool. And this, some, this can't be something from the top down. It's got to be from the bottom up where the young people are invested, involved in things that are important to them. Um, so I, I think that would be my first uh, thought that rocked was really, how do you use philanthropy as a differentiator? How could you do more? Yeah. Well, first off, you're speaking our language for sure, because, you know, we, we are involved in different organizations. I think individually, maybe you had something going on. Mine, certainly, as you said, from a food and beverage standpoint, I know, you know, that, that 40% of all food just goes to waste in this country, number one, but yet one in five kids go to bed hungry. And I'm like, how is that possible in, 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 at least in this country, we have an international audience, but every country has their, their own issues. I always said I wanted to be a part of the solution. I would love to stamp out at least childhood hunger in my lifetime and to know, man, I I, I got to be a, a small part of that. So I started funneling a lot through No Kid Hungry or even Feeding yeah. America. But then I think with some of the stuff that you were going through, I yeah. think, you know, thinking about pediatric cancer was a focus for us. And we support, as you know, Cannonball Kids Cancer. That's always been a part of what we do in almost all of our businesses now. And quite honestly, to your point, it's our favorite check to write. You know, when we can when we can do something that is for the greater good and and you know, maybe we don't even talk about it enough because that's also part of philanthropy. And and I'm glad you said this when you talk about philanthropy, when people are thinking about growing their business, it, it it isn't always necessarily funds, uh, money, although that is predominantly what would be, what would make the most help. It's also time, it's servant leadership. You said it best, being of service to other people. So when you use that word, if you think, how can I help other people who are a little bit less fortunate, you're going to win. That that you know, It's not the reason to do it because it's going to help business. It's the right thing to do. But oh my gosh, is it a great outcome? It certainly doesn't hurt the business when you think like that. And and I don't even know, and I'll leave it, you know, I'm going to turn it over to you too, but I don't even know that people were talking about this 20, 25 years ago. You know, I'm yeah. thankful that I worked for a company that had words on the wall like save the planet, all is yeah. one, take time to be kind. So there wasn't a marketing initiative or a live music event that didn't have yeah. some sort of a charitable component. So it's part of my even career DNA. But I, I, I would be blown away if some company isn't at least doing something, even if you're a sole entrepreneur, you, you know, if it's all about the greed and the money, you know, what, what's the point? And, and really, I think you'll start to be revealed. You'll be unmasked as that's what's important to you versus helping other people. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think it's interesting. I think there's, there's a direct impact, of course, when you are working with a charity of some kind. But I think there's a ripple impact that happens when, when it's your focus. And so the interesting thing for us is because we've been so vocal about cannonball uh, kids cancer and the work that we do with them, um, we, we end up finding out that some of these companies that we keynote for 
you know, a week or two weeks or a month later, they make this large donation to Cannonball without us even knowing it. They just felt compelled because of the message and the story. And so you have this ripple impact um, because your focus was on building community. And I I think that that's at, at least from the outside looking in, Ross, from from your career is what I've observed is you're really about building community mm-hmm. and um and, and you build community in a very different way than <laughs> than a lot of us um ha- have experienced in the past and i think that that philanthropy when that's the focus um and, and you're you're helping and building others up um while you are imparting your wisdom and the things that you have learned and 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 i think that that's accepted in a different way um, and it and it presents a larger outcome than just somebody being inspired by your your talks or your books. Um, they're inspired by the man, right? The soul. The the and, and we see this a lot in in uh, sort of modern church world. I yeah. think as well, right? Yeah. Um, you see uh, churches that if if their goal is to i'm going to put this in quotes build the kingdom and that is that is sort of where they where they might focus um you go okay i get that but when it becomes build the church and by the church i mean your church um it leaves a bad taste in your mouth and you mm-hmm. don't see the level of of acceptance and success uh, when the focus is on really building the community, a community, however you want to look at that. And has that sort of been your experience, Ross, that the more you focus on sort of enriching the entire community, the more your business has grown? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, high tides raise all ships, right? And it's just, I think that where you can get people involved and you can attract magnetically people too. And you guys are, you guys are givers, man. You guys, that's part of your DNA. It's in your soul, right? There's givers and takers and it's just, you know, it's the whole reputation isn't what you say, it's what everyone else says. And that's what people know about you guys. You've, it's, it's what you do and it's why people are magnetically attracted to you. So yeah, I, I think it has to come from a place, a, a great place from your heart. It can't be, you can't monetize it um, in a, you know, that way. It has to just be transparent and, and something that is very near and dear to you. So I've, I've, I write a lot of biographies to celebrity athletes and coaches. So I've been able to create some found, cool foundations with them that have led to real great purpose later in life, creating scholarships for kids and, and endowing, really um, using funds to do amazing things and then getting their spouses involved, running golf tournaments and, and galas and, and having, you know, purpose for life after sport or life, you know, after business and then you attract all your friends to your boards and it's just it's 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 it could be small just have a giving page in your website it could be huge it could be a you know like ours is a big 501c3 nonprofit with an executive director and and staff and so it could be as big or small as you want but i just think to be able to give and and to really to do it strategically you know for me i don't want to just give to the american heart association i've got a i've got programming where we put clients under our umbrella. And then for me, if I'm working with Coca-Cola or UPS, it's like, Hey, let's, let's tie to your charity for this event that we're, we're speaking at. Let's make it big. Mm. Let's do something. We're doing a, a beach cleanup or we're doing, Hey, we're going to, you know, get people to quit smoking or, you know, do whatever it might be. Right. It, 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 there's so many different creative ways that you could look at it as a, as a differentiator, but then to yeah. make people feel good about what they're doing to partner with it. So I'd encourage people to create their, their own program under their own umbrella. Um, talk to your accountant, get it set up, be on the up and up, but then do something. So it's not just, you're not just randomly giving. It's like, I'm giving with a purpose. Like this is what, you know, this is what I'm all about. And this is going to be my legacy. So I think that would be a, 
a great place to start and to really reimagine it. And, and, but to also to be careful, uh, you know, if you're giving to pediatric cancer, does that, are you going to work with companies that use money from stem cell research? That may potentially right. alienate mm. people that have more right. faith base. So there's some right, there's some right. landmines, right? That you want to really sure. be careful to pick pick yeah. things you're near and dear to that you have skin in the game. Uh, maybe some ailment that personally affected you or your family, but just be careful that you align with the right people because there are a lot of bad people in this world. And I think we saw a lot of those people during COVID that that said, "Oh, we're a, we're a nonprofit, we're a charity," and they were uh, and people got burned. So just caveat yeah. for that. Well, I think this is why you've really taken it to the next level. I think you would be happy if people were at least writing a check, giving some percentage of sales. Like I, I'm still blown away that there are companies that don't yeah. sort of put this front and center and make it a part of their mission. Yeah. And I'm talking about everything. I mean, you could easily go, you know, all of my paper and business cards is all going to be on recycled paper and I'm going to utilize soy ink. Yes, we're going to have green initiatives inside the building. Yes, we'll have you know, LED lights, you know, you, you could go down the path and go, I'm doing everything I possibly can. But really, would you be willing to take one, two, three percent, maybe five percent of all company sales off the top line and give that to a charity that makes sense? You know, I remember talking to an automotive company in, in one of my speeches probably about six, seven years ago. And I was talking about you know, my, my focus, because food was my background, it made sense for me to be involved with some sort of hunger initiative. But I go, that's maybe not for you. I go pick something that would be in your world, like, you know, cars for kids or donating some sort of a vehicle or something yeah. that would make sense because you just said skin in the game at, at the very least, you could be doing something. I, I've shared with Brant though, even during COVID, which as we know, what was really tough when there's no events, that's it. Our year is done. We, we, we converted a few to virtual, but it was so tough to not have any income for the most part for a couple of years there. And yet I still felt like, and, and we both talked about it all the time. We were still writing checks during that time because I, I just knew that karma was going to come back for me, especially yeah. for me, just being so faith-based. I said, it, it, it's going to happen one way or another, but who cares? Even if it doesn't, I just feel so rewarded when you're able to help somebody out. Um, so here, here's my question, I guess, you know, for those people who maybe we would just love for them to do something uh, for those that actually do go out of the way and create like a foundation, like you've done, do you wind up creating events specifically on behalf of the foundation. There's not going to be any money generated at all. It's not about doing something at the end of the event on behalf of the foundation, but you've just sort of made that the, the pinnacle of the, of the event itself. Well, I, I think, you know, raising money is, is always the, the outcome. I, I love to brag when I, I do a whole vignette in my program about, about giving and charity and philanthropy. And then I brag about companies that I work with that give and how they do it creatively, whether it's a nice. company like Community Coffee in Louisiana or Starkey Hearing Aids in Minneapolis. I, I, I really brag about them and I talk about how they use it as a as a real differentiator, how they, how they, how they attract clients and they attract people. So whatever it is, I, I just, I would just say, do it from the heart, be it, be transparent, uh, align yourself with the right people, bring in people that would help you do it the right way. But, but really um, like, like a company like Starkey that I would do a lot of work with, 
um, you know, they, their founders, their, their passion is to watch little kids here for the first time. So they have these mission trips where they go to Haiti and Ghana and Liberia and they give away hearing aids. But the brilliance of what they do is they got a whole team of kids that run social media for them that understand video. And they create these little vignettes of little kids hearing and they just, they they bring tears to your eyes immediately and they put them to music and they create them for TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and YouTube and they go viral and they use that as ways to, to grow their business in a very organic, authentic way. And they're, they're not the, they're not the low cost leader. They're not the Walmart of hearing aids. In fact, they're the most expensive that people choose to do business with them because they give and they serve. And I just think that's the thing. You just, you can't monetize it. You just have to be able to just put it out in the world. And, and I think people, if they, if you, if you, if people are attracted to that, then that's by the laws of karma, it's just going to work out. Yeah. What a great first thought. Listen, we'll be right back after this message. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. All right, man. Love that first one. What is your second thought that rocks? You know, I think my, my, my second thought would just be, you know, keeping very much in the lines of, of karma is just kind of the, the abundant generosity that, that, that is kind of our business as professional speakers, but just to give and to serve others. And I, and I think, um, one of the best gifts that you can give others, whether you're a professional speaker or just in, in business and sales is just to help other people. And, and the greatest gift you can give someone, I believe is a referral. So a big part of my business is, is referrals. And, um, you know, I have, I have a, I work a lot of, you know, top producer, financial services people and people that are, you know, commission-based sales professionals. And, and, uh, you know, it's amazing to me how many people don't think about this, but like, you know, whenever, you know, you, you, the three of us were, we're professional speakers. We speak at conferences and I always say, I know there to be three truths after every conference I keynote, there will be a conference next year. There will be a keynote speaker and it won't be me, which makes it very <laughs> yeah. easy for me to say, who can I recommend for next year? You know, do, yeah. can I bring in my, my buddy Jim Knight? Can I can I recommend uh, a, a person of color, a woman, uh, maybe an inspirational speaker? I know them all. And you know what I get in return for recommending uh, a competitor to, to get that gig? I get beer. Like, I don't want money. I, I get a lot of speakers <laughs> sending me checks and referral fees. I don't want that. I want karma. Yeah. I share with you, share with me. I mean, I send out tons and tons of referrals and they're very, I keep them very personal, like very, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of pride myself on being the same guy off stage as on stage. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I talk like this. I sound like this. I'm the same. I use emojis when I type and I'm, I'm just, I'm not formal. Like I, I don't have people. I run this business. I don't, I'm the CEO and janitor. Like I don't have yeah. people. <laughs> I, I answer my phone. I, it's very, you know, it's just how I do it. And 
so a few like, more cuss words privately though a few it's authentic. <laughs> right. that's real it's, yes it's yeah exactly so i i, I sent out a nice referral just saying like hey i'd love to you know thanks for having me I love to introduce you to my buddy, Jim Knight. He's amazing. Talks about culture that rocks was a, you know, created the whole culture behind the hard rock cafes and, and their whole brand. And he's an incredible speaker. My brother's worked with him and Hey, I've CC Jim in this email. I've included his contact info below. I'm sure he'd love to send you his new book. It's awesome. Uh, I hope you guys can connect. I'm out. And then, you know, you reply all oh, Ross, love you, brother. You're the best. Hey, Janet, I'd love to learn about your upcoming event. Can I send you a book? Is there time you'd love to chat? That's it. I'm out. But so many people yeah. don't do that. And then other people keep track and they keep score and it's this and that. And it's just like, just give abundantly, right? Just, just help yeah. people. And, and I, I find that not only do I do that for my speaker friends and I get them tons of gigs, they, they share with me too, right? They're like, Hey, I'm not available May 5th, but I bet my buddy Ross is, or Hey, you know, um, or the first thing I do when I book a gig is, you know, who are your other keynote speakers? Can I recommend a few of my friends? Now we're all hanging in Hawaii, right? So beers on you. And then I, and then I help my clients. So, you know, every conference we're at, who do you suppose pays for it? The trade show, right? I mean, unless it's a corporate yeah. gig, if it's an association, every one of those trade show booths, they're paying and they're the ones paying for the open bar. They're the ones paying so that we can have room rates for a hundred bucks or whatever, right? So you couldn't do it on your own. So I'm always thinking, who can I recommend to you? Are there some other clients I've worked with that I could, that would be great for your trade show? Or who can I recommend to your company? Maybe you guys want, you know, looking for new clients. I'm good at, playing matchmaker and and by the laws of karma i'm able to meet these ceos and and i do a lot of customization so i'm able to get to know them and i'll go in before and i'll stay late afterwards at the at the post event so i can network and meet people and that's where all the next business comes from and i'm always thinking yeah. how can i help you how can i be of service to you so i think just that abundant generosity quote mindset of just helping others every day who could i help i, I think it just it comes back to you yeah. Yeah. To, to me, it's this, you know, I, I'm a broken record when it comes to working with other uh, leaders and trying to get them to understand that we don't control outcomes, right? Like that you're not a wizard. You can't wave a wand and, and control the outcome of anything. Um, the only thing that you control is the deliberate intention that goes into the decisions that you make. Mm. And, and that's what I, really take out of what you just said, which is, you know what, if you approach this through the values that you hold near and dear, um, that's the best you can do. You approach it with that abundance mindset and you just give and give and give because that's who you are. And in, and in my world, I call that feeding your sheep, right? You're feeding your sheep and, and those sheep are going to be fat and happy at mm. the end of the day, mm. no matter what the outcome is, right? Mm. You can't that. control that. So if it's a great outcome, fantastic. If it's a bad outcome, You've done your part. You can go to bed at night knowing that you did everything in your yeah. power to honor the things that matter to you. And, and when you remove the pressure of the outcome, um, it's a lot easier to be happy and find yeah. success, even when success might not be that, that ending outcome that everybody sort of puts all of their worth into. Mm. Did you notice when, uh, when Ross was talking about giving and serving others, he was just propping me up. He's giving and serving. He's speaking the yes. language. He's walking the talk. Thank you for for all of that, man. I it, it, I'll taper that in editing. Yeah, that, that won't make that. it. That's, that won't that's make all it. going to get cut out. <laughs> It'll <laughs> or, never or see I'm the gonna, light of day. I'm going to break and I'll I'll cover over Jim's name and go. Brand, I love Brandon's Brand 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 Yes. <laughs> 
I love his book, Black Sheep. Black Sheep. That's how that all. No, I think, um, you know, and I want to be careful. We're not just talking about speakers here. And, and Ross, you know, all three of us, you in particular, because you do so many different engagements, you meet with so many different industries. I certainly hope that somebody who's listening right now, who's not a speaker, their synapses are still firing off. These yeah. are both extremely applicable. When you say give and serve others, you know, it, it isn't about uh, referral to another speaker. You know, for them, it's okay. What you're asking perhaps isn't in my wheelhouse, or I'm not a specialist in that area, but I know somebody who is, yeah. or it, it could just be as easy as that's not what my team does, but let me connect you with the other person. So, you know, again, I just hope there are people that are listening saying, if you have that mindset and it's authentic, that you really do care about your fellow human beings and serving other people, then this absolutely works for them, right? I mean, you're not just talking about speakers because people are gonna ask you questions. When you're sitting in front of a bunch of credit union execs, they're gonna go, what does this mean for me, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I work a lot, for instance, like in, in real estate with big, big realtors and top producers, as you guys work in that space as well. And, you know, the top producers, they've always got referrals for title companies, for insurance people, for yeah. mortgage and lending people, and for, for home inspector and furniture and staging. And they're always thinking, you know, down the line, right? Health insurance. Well, I know insurance people. So who can, I, you know, and they're just, it's that mindset of how do you, how do you just give and serve? And then, and then I think to it, you know, just along those lines, it's about being scrappy, right? Like I'm, I, I'm a hustler, like I'm a small town guy. And I, I know you guys have that, have that mindset too. But like, you know, for instance, I had a, I had a client recently. They, uh, they didn't have my full fee as speakers. We have our fee, what we, you know, that's how we, we get paid. And uh, so that's okay. I mean, if, if they don't have your full fee, I always try and find value. My fee is my fee. I always tell them this is my fee. And if you don't have the fee, I try and make up the difference. Like maybe that's bartering or maybe that's, maybe it's cool yeah. travel in my world because that's a big part of what I do. But, but I also have found a new way um, to use LinkedIn more strategically um, for referrals. So for instance, I had a client and they didn't have a big budget. And I said, that's okay. I'd love to work with you. It's a cool company. You know, tell you what, um, I was looking on your LinkedIn. And this is a client in medical device. I work a lot in that space. And I said, look, I, I know you don't have full fee, but I said, how about this? If I do a great job, and I, I'm, I'm sure I will, uh, would you feel comfortable recommending me to three people on your LinkedIn that I've already identified that, that, are, that are principals at these big medical device companies that I know all have big fall conferences coming up like eight months from now that I know they're going to need speakers? would you recommend me? And I'll, I'll write a little blurb and you can say like, Hey, we had Ross and we loved him and we think he'd be great for you. And he'd love to send you a few of his sports books for your bathroom library and something kind of fun. And, and uh, so they said, of course, what are they going to say? Right? Of course, it'd be our pleasure. Yeah. So they, so yeah. they did. And I identified them specifically and they reached out to them right away. And two of, two of these people called me within like 48 hours and booked. Wow. They said, we got a conference in October. Yeah. You know, Jim said you were great. You know, tell us what you do. We, we'd love it. Two of them booked. The third one is, is pending. But it's like a lot of people don't think to sort of get scrappy like that, to find, to say, well, you're not my, you're not on my budget. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, that's okay. Let, let's find some other ways yeah. to get creative and, and find this. So I think using referrals strategically that way is really effective as well. I love that. And this is, we, we joke all the time that like, your approach is so unique and, and honestly, 
the authenticity and, and courage that you have to ask <laughs> questions that would scare others. Um, it, you know, our favorite question you say is what else you got? And that's like, I mean, I want that on a friggin' t-shirt that just says what else you got because, but, but, but this is the point of that. And I, and now after sort of listening to you, uh, talk about it, I understand why you have the success you have Yeah. when you approach somebody with an abundance mindset and you're giving and giving and giving, when you ask the question, what else you got, you open up that abundance to them mm. and they, you know what I mean? That's, I, I just never thought of it that way until mm. this moment that when you approach it where you're like, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to do this and I know you don't have that, but I'm still going to show up and I'm going to give you this and it's going to be incredible. And you approach that abundance in that way. When you say what else you got, you just enlarged their whole world as to the other things that they have that might not be money that still has tremendous value. And, and you sort of are, are passing the baton to them to say, can you have that abundance mindset now yeah. Yeah. when it comes to paying me? Um, and, and it might not be in what you were thinking, but let's get creative and let's yeah. think about how we can provide value for each other. It, there's no pressure. There's mm -hmm. no, it's like, it, it, it actually is a fun exercise. I think for some to go, Hmm, well, I don't, well, we might not have this, but what I do have is X or Y, would you find value in that? And you're up, like, right. yeah. as long as it makes up the difference in the value, if your fee is here that's right. and they, and they're that's here, right. it's like, well, that's okay. I know money isn't always right. It yeah. could be like, I had a client recently that they, they sponsor a bunch of celebrity golf tournaments. I'm like, how about some foursomes in your celebrity golf tournaments? Like really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because those are thousands of dollars and I love golfing with my buddies. And it's like, if we can go out sure. and do that and their dates that work in the summer, that has value to me. I'll meet some other people. And it's like, totally. like this, like life is so short. You got to have fun with your business, right? Like there's so many yeah. other ways to get deals done and just get shit done. Right. Some people are so yeah. rigid and then they're boxed like, no, this yeah. is what I do. And it's just like, it's so boring. You know, there's just make yeah. your own rules. I, I just told, I, I love that. And you, you guys are such givers in what you do. And, and, you know, I'm just a big believer in the, in the over, you know, under promise over deliver mentality. Like, yeah. like no one wants to pay full fee for anything. Like I'm going to buy a house, what is it, a million. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm going to write you a check. Like everyone's negotiating right. yeah. full price for a car right. and, and we're no different. Right. So I have a right. hard time yeah. if someone says, here's your full fee. I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me throw in a breakout speech. Let me, yeah. Yeah. let me, let me, yeah. let me do something. Other speakers are like, I'm going to yeah. charge you $5,000 to come, to come to your client dinner. I'm like, could I please come yeah. to your client dinner? I would love to be there. Yeah. Right. We'll talk yes. sports to people. And, and guess what? Yeah. I'll walk out with a bunch of business cards. I'm not going to ask anyone, but by the laws That's of right. karma, if you're present, if you show up, if you're, you're like real authentic self and you want to be there, you're excited. Like the energy, right? Like if you bring that, it's just, going to lead to more yeah, shit. Yeah. And I just believe so many people right. have such a weird way of running their businesses. I'm like, it's just really easy. Just be a good person yeah. and give and it comes back. Amazing. I feel inadequate now talking yeah. to Ross. I'm like, I thought we were doing a good job. I'm like, I'm I'm like, like what uh, do I have something I can, can give can right now? Give? I'm like, shit, I just want to give. Maybe in a, is, in a is that, of canned hams and smoked meats, that would be lovely. Charcuterie. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honey baked ham coming your way. Well, I want to send people I'll tell you what, one of the, that would be what, one of the one of the greatest gifts Jim gave me was I remember I, I've done a few events at, at at Chart, which obviously your 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 audience members know it's you guys have your backgrounds in hospitality with restaurants and hotels and 
And I came in as a newbie and, and Jim, you, you came in and you teed me up, man. You were like, Hey, this is my friend Ross. He's great. And he's, you know, new to the industry. And I'll tell you what, I came in and spoke at a chart conference and they, they don't have a real big budget. Um, right. but I, I saw the value of the people in the big, room yeah. and I did this yeah. chart. Con I was the closing keynote. Half the room had already left. Yeah. And I came in there and I'll, I'll tell you what, Jim, these guys brought me back like five years later. And I, I looked, yeah, I, I think I'd booked, I think 18 members of chart had booked me from that one wow. big events, you know, little Caesars wow. pizza, smash burger, Buffalo yeah. wild wings, Drury yeah. hotel. Yeah. And, and yeah. a big part of that was because you, you, you know, I love you. You were like, you know, Hey, my friend Ross is going to be great. And, and you just, you, and so that, that's what I call currency, right? You just shared that yeah, love yeah. and that, that helped me just that, that, that endorsement was awesome. So I, yeah. I never forgot that. And that was so cool. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it, man. And and it was my pleasure. And I, I knew, and I, I don't know if you remember this, but after we were together at a gig, I watched you facilitate. We hung out on a bus afterwards and just, <laughs> we, it was almost like our own mini mastermind. Like yeah. we were sharing what's going on and how we did our businesses and fees and all that. And, and believe me, that conversation helped me as well to think yeah. differently about the business. I probably came back and shared some of this with Brant, but to be honest, this is just you, man. I mean, I'm glad that I could be a facilitator to set it up, but I think it's possible that some of the companies you work with who feel they got this killer bargain because they, they talked you off the ledge of whatever your fee was, they've thrown in a couple things that they already had, but I bet you it's possible that they think when they see you, because you have the content and the storytelling and the delivery. You've got the two things that speakers today have to have. You can't get away with one or the other. You got to have both. I bet you they probably sit back and go, oh man, we, we got way more than what we bargained for. So now I think they go overboard and making introductions and, and they're thrilled to have, have given you a box somewhere or, you know, some tickets to wherever on the other side of the planet with some Sherpas <laughs> in your family. I've seen all those pictures. It's, it, it's amazing. So, you know, just throwing you a little love back before we go to your third thought. Your stuff is really, really good. I know you, you're just, you're, you're crazy about as much writing as you do, but when you're on stage, you bring the thunder as good as anybody out there, man. I, I put you up there in the top five speakers in this oh, country and I just, so oh my God. In, in the world, honestly, oh it, it's God. the truth. And, and, and oh. your, your ratings and your reviews have to show this. And certainly you're out there, you say you're hustling, but man, it's, um, it's pretty inspiring. Oh God, I'm blown away hearing you. I'm such fans of yours. So this is really a mutual love fest, but you know what, the stuff you said resonates, man. And it's like to make it a lifestyle business. And for me, it's the travel, it's the adventures, it's being, you know, we said before I got this saying, right? Like when you're alone, you're on the road, but when with your, with your, yeah. your, your family, you're, you're traveling. So to be able to, to use this business as a tool to do that and, and then to, to barter, to work, to work that in, to, to extend trips, to do that. And I live on the road with my wife and we just love it. We love seeing friends. I can't wait for our next trip to Orlando. We're taking you guys out yeah, for dinner and yeah. you're going to hang with you. And it's you just, bet. it's just right. How can we help you? What can we do? And it's just, it's just so much fun, but I love the, the creativity around getting deals done. And that's, that's what yeah. it's all about. Right. And you can't, you can't answer an RFP over, over an email. You got to call people, right. You got to be old school, yeah. man. You got to pick up the phone and yeah. you got to, they got to hear your excitement. They got to hear your authenticity and then they want to get shit done. Right. You can't just yeah. say, here's my fee. It doesn't work. Yeah. 
You're just yeah. commoditized. Yeah. You're just, oh, you're a leadership speaker. Google me. There's a, a million leadership speakers, but they, if they yeah. want to have Jim Knight, if they want to have Brent, I mean, they got to like, this is what's special. This is your secret sauce, right? That's what you guys do. So, you know, I, yeah. I love that. And, and, and the fact that, you know, you know, Jim, you have such high standards. And I felt like, you know, one of the things I did, like when I would go work with those, I remember going to White Castle Hamburger, one client you've worked with. And I met those guys, yep. probably you introduced me to him at Chart. And I met them and their, 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 the family that runs the whole, and I, I remember I was speaking at their annual conference. My opening line, by the way, was, I've never eaten your product sober. Which, which is, which is the truth of White Castle, right? Usually it's two in the morning. Oh, oh, oh yeah. right. You're just hammered. Yes. <laughs> but, but I, but I went in and I remember I, I had interviewed the White Castle franchisee in my hometown here where I live in Minneapolis. And, and I went and I met this guy named Dashiell and he was a, a West African immigrant and he told me his story and, and he has six kids and, you know, he's, his wife works. He's up early in the morning getting him off to school. But his star employee is this, this woman named Kraisha. And every morning he drives 15 minutes and he picks her up and he brings her back to the to the office. And wow. every day rinse, repeat. And I so I shared that story about how as a journalist I went out and, and I customized it, made it special. I found this unique thing about them. And then I had pictures and I shared the story at their event about them. And in the middle of my program, I got like a standing ovation for thousands of their franchisees and GMs and, and people were crying. And I remember looking over and, and, uh, the CEO was like, you nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you. And, and afterwards, Dashiell was like, he was a rock star. Everyone wanted his, his picture yeah. and autograph. And, 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 and that's when I realized that for us, what we do, as speakers, as, as, as thought leaders is that's our superpower, right? To make other people look great. And if you can yeah. do that and you can find those stories, it's not just a canned presentation, whatever business you're in to make it special, to, to make that PowerPoint really about them. And it's not just the same old shit. That's what, that's what's so cool. And that's what gets you more business, right? That's that word of mouth. That's, that's what creates your, your reputation, your legacy. And if you're willing to do those things, that's, what's going to keep you booked. Oh man, totally. we you could guys, stop you right now. He's got a, he still right. has a third spot. There's no still kidding. one more. Always giving, <laughs> always giving. All right, man, bring us home. What, I mean, honestly, we could have stopped right there, but I know you got that third one in your pocket. What's uh, what's your last thought that rocks on how to be creative in growing your business? I would go with um, video testimonials. This is mm. a weird thing, but I, I think it's very underrated. So. Um, We've all got testimonials in our websites, whatever business we're in. Certainly as speakers, it's a big thing. And um, But video testimonial really, really took my business to the next level. I would say it probably quadrupled my business. Um, mm. Most video, most speakers have a, a video, and I would recommend anyone for any business to have a demo video. It's the most important thing now. Uh, it's got to be search and schnapp device. It's got to be you know mobile friendly. All these things. If you don't know what I'm yeah. talking about, hire a Gen Z; they'll figure it out. But yes. but <laughs> but no one really takes time to read written testimonials, so they really don't carry much weight. And furthermore, people kind of cheat on those anyways. So what I've learned is, you know, I really get to know my clients. I, I really try and love them up. I really try and you know, come in early, stay late, get to know them. And after I've, I've you know, after I've keynoted an event and you, you hope for that big, you know, big stage and a standing ovation, you hope for these things, loud music, I'll ask them like right in the moment, hey, can I, can I honor you by asking you for a video testimonial? And like, like, no, nah, no, nah, let me go back to my office. I'll, you know, like, no, 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 no. I want it right here, right now. I want bad audio. I want it to look bad because it's authentic. It's real. 
and I'll ask them yeah. in the in the third person and I'll and I'll hold my phone like this, not this young people, yeah. right? This so that yeah. it fills the whole screen. And I'll ask them yeah. in the third person, like, hey, I'll kind of coach them a little bit, like, you know, explain where we're at, what we're doing, you know, what you liked about my program. And I'll just say, okay, hey, and I'll get a picture of their of their name tag so I know how to put their name on there. And I, and by the way, these are important people. I don't want Larry from Des Moines. I want the yeah. CEO of Hyundai. I want the yeah. CEO yeah. Of, of, of Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'll yeah. say, what did, what did you think of Ross this morning? And I'll just, I'll just hide, behind, I'll just, I'll just hide back here, right? And what do you suppose they're going to say? Ross is incredible. Yeah, Ross the is now, if they say yeah. Ross sucked, that's not going to make the video real, right? Yeah. But <laughs> is, is they're going to go on for sometimes a minute or two, and they're going to go, we just love Ross because he took the time to get to know us. You know, he, he did yeah. this, he did this, he did this. And I'm like, okay, awesome. And then I'll, you know, I, I learned how to, how to do a final cut or iMovie and just kind of edit it together. And I've got, so in my demo video, which is like 35 minutes, everyone's like, your video needs to be four minutes. I'm like, mine's 35. Take it or leave yes. it. I, they're, if they're going to yes. hire me, they're going to watch it or they can hit pause yeah. or fast forward or yeah. whatever. But what I found is, is that when I ask people later, like, Hey, why'd you pick me? I'm curious. You know, you had all these great candidates. They said, we watched your video and we saw over a hundred CEOs, VPs of sales, senior executive directors of associations saying, we love Ross and this is why. People, I've spoken on all seven continents, people from all over the world yeah. going, Ross, you know, took the time to get to know about us. So it's that, it's that affirmation and it's that endorsement, but in a weird, unique way. And I think if people think about that and not only ask for them, but to abundantly, generously give them as well. That's the yeah. secret sauce. So I think that would be my my third point is to go out and get those and leverage them. And if you want to watch a company that does them better than anyone else, and you guys know about these guys, I believe Ritz Carlton's. If you watch any Ritz Carlton mm -hmm. video on their website, it's just incredible. Yeah. The music starts. Yeah. There's the HD video. There's the beach. There's yeah. you know, and it's just it's just and it's just like and you just watch it and you go, oh my god, I want to go stay at a Ritz Carlton. And quite frankly, if yeah. your demo video doesn't say, oh my God, I want to buy insurance from you or buy a house from you or hire you as my speaker. Uh, and then you get these testimonials. You're just not doing it right. So you got to spend some money and get it right. But you need those testimonials from people and you can ask them. And if you've earned the right to ask, they're gold. Love it. It's awesome. I, I, I need to jump on this <laughs> right now. I'm so lucky because I, uh, my agent, uh, Michelle Joyce, who you know she's as well, awesome. she's phenomenal. She's been pushing me to have a demo video and I just haven't had a chance to do it. I've got videos for sure, minute and a half, two minutes that are on my website, on her website, but nothing for her to really send out to event planners or to potential clients. So I'm in the middle of doing that right now. Yeah. And, uh, I hadn't. I, I was going to put some small testimonials, but they would have been written, spliced in between stuff, but certainly not video. And I know people that do a very good job with that. I feel like I'm behind the eight ball in doing that. Number one, but you just really helped me out in in thinking what I should be putting in uh, in, in that demo reel. But I am glad you said at the very end you started to use other analogies from companies outside again of our realm because I was looking at this one going video testimonials. Okay. Then it really is this, this thought is for speakers, but it's not, you made a great point. It could be for any company and on their yeah. website, if they don't have testimonials of their clients, whoever it is, you're really missing out. And video is the way people are now taking in content more than anything else. We've talked about this endlessly on our show, but 
I'm so thankful that you said that. But yes, if you're a speaker listening, you got to get about it and get about it quick. And and I'm in that camp. hundred percent. Like I'm, my head is swimming with <laughs> shit. I got to go do right now. <laughs> I mean, I Ross has given you homework. Uh, yeah. And, and it's all stuff that, you know, it, it's so funny, man, because it's like, I, I think we can get caught up in, you know, trying to do all the things the way in which we've been instructed or learned at school or, or, or you learn from people who are incredibly successful, but you can't do what they do because you haven't, you're not at that level. You can't, you can't employ the same strategy to somebody making two, three, $4 million a year when you're making $2,000 a year. It's just, it doesn't, that bridge is too far. Um, but what you're giving is such advice that can work for anybody in any situation, um, whether you're a dry cleaner or you're a speaker or you're a chef, you get these video testimonials, you, you, you start to put giving in the forefront, have that abundance mindset, like all of that stuff, um, works no matter what you're doing or what level of success you're at. And I, and I, I love that because I think we, we often think about the newbies who are trying to get something started um, and you want to really help them. But what about the person that's incredibly successful, but they don't even realize there's a whole other level of success that if they adopted this mindset, they yeah. might they might reach that other level. And, and it's just something that we don't think about because we don't experience it. And we always we joke that, you know, we have friends who are like you, uh, just incredibly seven figure successes. Um, and, and you look at that and, and it's sort of we put you on a pedestal and you're the ultimate success, but then you go, you know what? Did you know there's this whole other thing over here <laughs> where yeah. they're hundred thousand dollar masterminds, they show up in their private jets. They've got F you horse money. That's yeah. just like at, at this level that is mind numbing. And you're like, it's no different. It's really no different. It's just getting access. And, and, and we, I can't remember where we just, we had another interview we were talking about, Oh, it was with uh, Carlos Navarro. Mm. And we said, when you reach a peak, sometimes you have to reach that peak to see that there is another peak in the yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. and if you don't ever reach it, you don't see that there's another mountain over there because I think you're blocked in, by what you're looking at. I think as speakers, you know, there's a, a term speaker envy. Like there's always yeah. like as good as you think you're doing, you're like, oh my God. Like I just spent a few days with Josh Linkner. I mean, this guy's yeah, yeah. gosh. I mean, I mean, this yeah. guy is like, it's, I feel like we need a, a, a gates know, of heaven right? or a doorway and, sound effects. Right? Yeah. And what this guy's doing and the amount of money he's making is, it's remarkable. Yeah. But you know, I, I got to a certain point, you guys, and I think I would, I would add a, a fourth bonus point here is just to say, yeah, you know, you do you like, I, there's some, like you yeah. can, you can go to all the, you know, in our world, the national speakers associations yeah. or the impact yeah. 11s or whatever industry, yeah. all the, you know, and there's yeah. so many bright, sparkly squirrel things. And there's, and yeah. I just, for me, it's like, I'm focused. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. podcast. I don't blog. I don't vlog. I don't have a list. I don't have a yeah. CRM. I don't, I don't coach. Yeah. I don't train the trainer. I don't have any side hustles. I'm not, I don't have an LMS, a learning management system. I don't do this. I don't do that. Even my books, my books, I just give away. They're just fun. Yeah. They're not like salesy yeah. books. Right. So I, I just, speak could be an audience yeah. of 10 or 10,000 yeah. and I've gotten laser yeah. focused and I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's hard because everyone's yeah. doing this and they're doing that. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I had a good theory. Like I like, I'm not going to make millions. I have friends who make millions, but if I do this, like I could make a million. And I'm like, you know, I live in Minnesota. That's a good life. 
I don't have any debt. You know, I, 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 I travel and, and, and here's the thing, guys, it's not what you gross it's what you net, how much you keep it. I don't have people. Yeah. I don't have a building. I don't have any overhead. Everything I make travels right off. Right. It's like you got to yeah. create a lifestyle that's comfortable for you where you're not just constantly chasing. You know, you go to these conferences, you're like, oh, my God, there's so many things I got to do. No, take stuff yeah. off your plate, figure out what you want to do, what you're passionate about, what you like to do. And then it's like, just be good. And then it, life is so much easier. Right. I, I spend days. I'm just like golfing and playing hockey and going running and seeing my friends. And it's like, you can actually have a life. Like, I don't want to, I like, I'm a member of EO entrepreneurs organization. And it's like all yeah. these guys, I just talk about payroll taxes and they're talking about, you know, <laughs> private equity money and raising yeah. money. And the next, I'm like, Oh my God, I have no right. interest in that. I'm not yeah. good at that. I don't want to do that. And I just, I just think just find a path that's just good for you and, and just, have fun yeah. that like, that's what I think of you guys. You guys are so fun. Like you're so you're beloved in our industry because people you're just authentic, great people. And you're always helping people. And I'm just so proud to be your friends. And it's just, it's awesome. Like that's what life's about. Like surrounding yourself with the great people, like, like your buddy, Sylvie DeGiusto. I love Sylvie. I, I just got mm -hmm. Sylvie a gig in Indianapolis last week. I mean, yeah. people like that. Who's better than Sylvie. Right. I mean, it's like all these yeah. people in your world that you get to hang out with. We're so blessed. And it's just, it's just, it's an awesome, uh, it's an awesome time to be in business. It really is. So many people are so freaked yeah. out about it. But there's so much business out there. And if you have the right business model that it comes from your heart, I think you're just going to kick ass. And I, I hope all your listeners are, can take a few nuggets of wisdom and, and try and just find a few things. And, and, uh, but, but you guys, I'm, you guys are awesome. And I'm, I'm just really, I'm honored to be with you, with you today. It's really, Man. really cool. I wow. did not have speaker envy until right now. We need a soundtrack. <laughs> I, I feel like we need to slowly fade in. We are the world behind yes, us. Yes, there right needs to be some music. <laughs> if we don't put that in the final show edit, I'm going to be disappointed. I mean, my 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 business crush with you just took a whole different level. Now. <laughs> you are Likewise. the best, dude. Hey, I, I know you said you're not really, you know, even your books, there's nothing really that you want or, or, or to sell other than uh, just good karma. But where at least if somebody wants to learn even more about you and see your Hall of Fame career, where at least could we send people? At least give us a website, man. <laughs> My website's RossBernstein.com. But yeah, I'm definitely not trying to to, sh to shill any products. I just, I'm, I, you know what? I watch your podcast. I'm like, I'm a fan. So this is like really cool for me. And, and you've had a lot of people that I've known who've been guests on here. So I've always uh, very secretly wanted to be a guest. So this is like a kind of a cool <laughs> tick the box moment for me that I get to, I get to be on with you guys. And I'm just, I'm excited to, to hang with you and see you. And if I can help you, if I can introduce you and refer you to anybody, I am uh, uh, team team Brant and Jim. So let me know what I can do to help uh, you yeah. guys. And right. and when this is done, if I can promote this throughout my my LinkedIn network, I'm not on any other social media, so I just don't do other stuff. But I'm gonna blast it out there to my my tribe and and help you guys any way I can. I'm such fans of yours. Well, we've got a surprise for you. You're going to be our guest every episode now because this is just it's, too good. It's now I just thoughts that. with Ross. Thoughts with Ross. That's, <laughs> That's the name it. of it. Not thought that rocks. Thoughts with Ross. That's oh, I like it. that. Yeah. I like that. That could yeah. be good. We're going to totally change the logo <laughs> for his it. episode for That's sure. Right. Man, thank you so much for spending some time with us. If people don't walk away listening or watching this episode and they don't feel good, there's something desperately wrong with them. Yeah. At the very least, I hope they just really get their world amped up from listening to you. You, you come with so much good content, and uh, we're going to have you back on, man. You, I love this, it. This was love fantastic. It. Amazing.
Amazing. Absolutely. We'll talk about, to you soon. Man. My three new thoughts. All right, you guys. That's Take right. Care. We got it. Thanks, Rock bro. Thank you. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are, and grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsetrock.com. Until next time, rock on! Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, your gateway to a new dimension of wellness featuring discussions with world-renowned experts, pioneers, champions, and professionals. Experience high-end production, sophistication, and easily applicable tips and tricks for everyday life. Your journey to wellness, it starts here and it starts now. Tune in to the Wellness Driven Life Show and become a part of the evolution of driven living.